we've talked about this on a previous pod and you told me like that'll never happen because i said we want star trek and you're like it's never going to happen no that well star trek well we'll, you know what why don't you hold on to that well no star trek will never happen (laughs) because star trek is a socialist utopia (laughs) and we're never going to get there galaxy wide that's why they don't need money because no one's working for money anymore Today's episode, it's a New Year's episode. Oh, no, you know what? Let me try my new intro. Let me try my new intro. You do it. Welcome to Retraction. I feel amped. <laughs> Let's do it. It's the world's the- number something podcast. I'm sure we're on the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I won't be retracting that. I'm sure of it. Prove us wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You you look through five thousand podcasts. Tell us what number we are. We need a we need a catchphrase that I could say after that. Like it's like the uh, the podcast where we will retract when we are wrong. Uh, the podcast where you listen and then you give us feedback and we will do a retraction based on that feedback, that engagement. Uh, that, that really flows. That really flows right <laughs> off the tongue. I, I'm trying to say, you know, you're the marketer. Give me something to work with, my man. I like what we were doing before where we said that we would um, mimic Willy Wonka slash Ragnarok. Do you remember? Yeah, where he... You're, you're, you were he... lost, but now you were found? Yeah, that's it. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Okay, uh, how about this? Um, welcome to Retraction. You were lost, but now you're found. Is that creepy enough? Because it's going to yeah, be creepy. It's a little creepy. It's going to be like? It sounded like a Neil deGrasse Tyson type thing <laughs> where it had that spin, that tone. Um, I feel like you could do better. I feel like you could do better. I feel like you need to keep working on it. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll work on that in the off time when, when we're not recording. And and <laughs> I'm gonna see how this flows with the new intro, which which I want to get feedback from people. I I actually am gonna you know I'm gonna reach out to some friends and family and say you know Happy New Year. This is the New Year's episode. What can we do better in 2022 to make you listen to this podcast? <laughs> to make you. <laughs> to make you listen. What <laughs> can we cover? That will get you, the people who know us in real life, <laughs> actually listening to the podcast. I'll I mean, that's part. an interesting thing, though, that, you know, family, you kind of are just thrown in with your family. So they generally don't have the same interests. I don't know about yours, but no, that's true. Have, no, that's completely I have true. different interests, right? Well, that's why so, I talk to you, because that, that, that's <laughs> this is where I yeah. talk about the similar interests, right? <laughs> that's why the podcast. That's why I'm not doing it with my family. <laughs> Exactly. So to say like family, what, you know, what would it take? I, I don't know if we want to talk about what it would take for our families to listen to this. I, well, I'd still be interested. And I think that's something we can come back to in the new year to say, what, what did our family say? What did they say? They would actually, it's a family episode. <laughs> it could be horrible. You know, your family could be like real cutthroat. They'd we should, like, you know what? No, you, that's you should interesting. be, you could become famous. No, no, no. That's interesting. For we'll one listen. episode. For one episode, we should cover stuff that we're not interested in. We should try. We could try. Um, and see how awkward and terrible it is. Oh, okay. So it's a burner episode. We're going to just burn. We'll see what episode. happens. I mean, okay. I think we, we we somewhat pride ourselves that we could talk about almost anything. So um, the problem is, is that we won't know 
you know, when we have questions, we won't know how to answer them, but right. maybe it'll lead to something. You're so in my episode, because I, I'm like on my side, my episode, my side of the episode, <laughs> I have a lengthy article on that probably right. might, yes. take up, might take up Let's quite a it. bit of time, um, which is not usually the way I roll. But uh, but I think it's important because it's, it's, we're going into New Year's and there's all this talk about inflation. And it made me think about, you know, just the concept of money in general, because it, it is something that I sometimes, you know, haphazardly uh, think about in my off time. And luckily, there was a New York Times article by a man, uh, the opinion piece, Peter Coy. He writes, can we trust what's happening to money? And he goes into a spirited piece where he kind of jumps back and forth in terms of the history of money a little bit, which we're not, not going to get too much into in terms of the article, but sort of also like the current concept of what's going on with money. You know, most people have heard about Bitcoin and um, cryptocurrency in general. Uh, and he sort of outlay outlines a little bit of uh, sort of the shakiness around a lot of this uh, new tech when it comes to money and, uh, and sort of like, you know, where we are. Uh, and uh, yeah, so without further ado, I'm going to read some pieces of the article. And uh, Jamie, Jamie, you jump in when you when you feel inclined, when the spirit catches you, when you know when it, when it uplifts you to that level where you're like, Anton, I I, I got to interject, I, I got to say something. Yeah, I'll jump in. <laughs> Is this about us not having money anymore? It, it, yes, of course. <laughs> part in part, yeah. <laughs> you know, we've talked about this on a previous pod, and you told me like that'll never happen because I said we want Star Trek. You know, like it's never going to happen. No, that well, Star Trek. Well, well, you know what? Why don't you hold on to that? Well, no, Star Trek will never happen <laughs> because Star Trek is a socialist utopia, and we're never going to get there galaxy wide. That's why they don't need money because they, you know, it's working for money anymore. So that that's a different situation. Now, I, would I love that? Absolutely. I don't see it ever really occurring. Not again, not unless we find some sort of extraterrestrial that challenges every way that we design our civilization and makes us you know rise up to something that is more which is exactly what happens in star trek they're like there's something there's something more than petty grievances in, on earth so we do away with money because money could be contentious and uh you figure out other ways and plus you've got a uh, what do you call it the uh you have the simulator that allows you to make food so you don't really need money if you one of the big basics which is actually something i could get into is once you eliminate the need to buy food money does start to lose some of its allure. So that is something to definitely food for thought, people, listener, food for thought. It's an interesting concept. All right. But so this is not that. This is not that. <laughs> We're not there yet. <laughs> this is not there. So uh, Sequoia writes, um, all over the world, people are abandoning old forms of money and adopting new ones like cryptocurrency faster than our brains and customs can process. We are at an interesting juncture, Ezra Prasad, a Cornell University economist, told me. It's a, it is a period of a great degree of concern about what happens to traditional forms of money and whether these technological developments we see around us are going to benefit us in some way or just create more disruption and turmoil. In much, in, in much of Europe and East Asia, for instance, you could go for weeks without touching paper money or coins. Last year, the New York City Council had to pass a bill requiring that food and retail establishments accept cash or face a $1,000 fine in order to make sure people who don't have credit or debit cards, people who are more likely to be poor, elderly, or homeless, could continue to shop. There are similar rules in Philadelphia, San Francisco, Massachusetts, and New Jersey. It's a bad sign for means of payment when the government has to force people to accept it. 
The demise of cash isn't the only development causing concern among economists. Most of the money we use today is issued by banks, not the government. When you pay with a credit card, a debit card, or electronic funds transfer, the institution standing behind the transaction is a bank. In that sense, a virtual dollar in a checking account at your bank is fundamentally different from a dollar bill or four quarters in your fist. I don't think that comes to any surprise to anybody. It's not a surprise to you, Rowan, right, Jamie? It's not. I mean, what, what do you, it, <laughs> they're just saying yeah, that. I mean, I mean, I know like we know that, right? Realistically, just, it, right. I know that. I, well, no, I want you to explain that. Why? Why isn't? Why isn't it the same? Well, it, it's not connected to. There's no one to one. There, it's not like again, like it's like we we've moved off the gold standard, which he does talk about in the article. But I've I've sort of skimmed past that. Um, but it's one dollar. It's one virtual dollar versus one dollar. Or one credit dollar versus one dollar. Well, there's a finite the amount. There's a fine. Well, there's a finite. Yes, you could. Yes, but there's a finite amount of actual dollars available to any one holder. Like you, if you were to actually try to crown, like scrounge up all the dollars of the United States, which governs uh, the value of anything called the dollar. It does. It does in a sense, but it also doesn't, right? Because that's that's what he's saying. It, it, when you talk about virtual currency, the, the dollar that is in the bank is limitless. There's, I mean. It, no, I mean there it's is. Not, well, it, it, well, it, it technically is. That's the thing. That, that that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's like you don't need to print more of it, and it, it does. It's not necessarily backed one to one. Would that be like fraud if like TD Bank was just like we're gonna we're gonna increase the virtual dollars that everyone has? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not based I guess. On well, well, we need to talk about that a little bit more because yeah, I mean, I don't want to overstep because technically you're right. It should be a one to one. But we will get there. In, we will get there in a minute. So let, yeah, just hold your horses on that on that aspect of it. Some economists believe there is a risk that we'll someday find ourselves with nothing that is universally accepted as a medium of exchange. Even government issued money, they fear, could someday fall under suspicion. Monetary systems depend on a leap of faith. The economist and law professor Neil Buchanan wrote in a 2013 blog post, people accept it because others accept it, making money one big group delusion, he wrote. Delusion is a strong word, but Mr. Buchanan is right that money is useful because other people find it useful. What frightens him is that something could come, something could make ordinary Americans start focusing on this inherent fragility. He's worried about an idea that has been kicking around on the internet for a decade that a U.S. president, for instance, could try to evade Congress's ceiling on the size of the national debt by minting a single platinum coin with a face value of a trillion dollars and depositing the would-be money at the Federal Reserve. Mr. Buchanan wrote in the 2013, uh, wrote in 2013, sorry about that, that issuing such a coin would expose the entire ephemeral nature of money and finance itself, which goes back to answer the question that you were sort of kicking around about the one-to-one. And it's like how you can't just create more. Well, yeah, yeah technically can. And who, that, who would create that though again? The president who, who? could do that. The president could issue it. He could issue a $1 trillion coin and then erase the debt just like that. If you really wanted to, it's something that's possible. No one will ever do it because then, you know, like like the article is saying, <laughs> it's all about a give and take in terms of how I mean, the public's confidence every, in yeah, the idea like, of money. Yeah, I mean, I get that. <clears throat> I get that, but every every institution we have is based on a little bit of a little bit of trust. And if any mm-hmm. leader in any of those positions decided I'm going to use all of my influence 
to burn down this institution and take as many others as I can with me, then yeah, that doesn't work. But then we have mechanisms in place to like get rid of them. And hopefully there's an, you know, hopefully people put their country over their party in that case. But mm. I understand that that's a flaw, but isn't, I mean, well, couldn't not, the leader yeah. of the CDC, like just, or, 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 um, or FDA just like, like I'm going to poison everyone. I'm going to get rid of all these restrictions or, or do something mm. hor- horrid. And then, yeah, it, 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 I guess in a, in a sense, expose the vulnerability, but no, mm. but no, I mean, isn't this I mean, it's, someone it's going a, rogue and like doing like, why, why a would a bit more visceral to, I mean, to burn down the institution? Right. Like, why would they do that? Right. Right. Exactly. Well, I mean, to get their agenda passed. Right. I mean, that that, <laughs> that that's sort of one of the it took to get past the holding up of the budget in order in order to get their agenda passed, like in, in the the strong arming of the minority party or just the opposition party. But that's printing this, more money. That's which what we that can is. do, which a government. Yeah, can I do. know. But nobody does. It's not like, all right, I want my three billion, my three trillion budget passed. So I'm just going to print three trillion dollars real quick no one does that because it would be catastrophic well it, it wouldn't it wouldn't i mean that that's the funny thing about it is that he he does touch on it but if you were if you're talking about uh what is it it's like i think it's like yeah modern monetary theory which is something that i'm a big fan of but it it really talks about the confidence in a government so like you as a person can't do that because well you're just not big enough as a person for people to have that much confidence in you that you could make back one trillion dollars but unfortunately, if you are one of the more powerful governments in the world, and i.e. something you're always kind of uh, propping up, like let's say you have the biggest military in the world and the most nukes and biggest and, and the biggest gunships and the biggest airplanes and what have you, it's kind of hard for anyone to call you on it. <laughs> the confidence is still going to be there because you are the biggest ratings, player. Though, right? We do get credit. We do, and sometimes we get downgraded. We get downgraded. Yeah, but it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, but has, has that, does that really affect us? I mean, can you? There's really never say been that? other players before, but I feel like that's and, 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 and the part to what I was. Well, yes, yeah, so that come see, come saw. Right? It's a little bit. There's a little bit of that. There are some emerging players, but those players also operate under the same guise of we can do what we want. And as the big boys, if China decides to print a trillion dollar coin and we decide to print a trillion dollar coin, I mean, what, what's it'll, you know, what's a smaller country really going to do about that? Like, who's going to really tell us you can't do it because there's still, you still need the confidence that you still need to be other countries. Currencies are backed in these bigger countries currencies. So it's like, you're, if you're you were to call it, un, you're waiting into uncharted waters, right, you are, it's and uncharted. no one knows what's going to happen. You're, you're right. in in the sense, like, all right, well, why don't we just act like every other degenerate country not saying that china is that or isn't but like why don't we just do everything that the worst countries do because who cares Mm. eventually that has to take its toll like Mm. there's something something's going to settle eventually Mm. and we're not going to settle maybe where we thought we would that's interesting that's just a really dangerous game isn't it to just say like all right all the standards we have are gone now because who's gonna who's already playing I mean that's that's kind of that's kind of the hard part about this whole thing is that we're already playing the game we're already in this game that that's why we can amass so much debt it's why the debt is just like out of control is because this is the game we play we're already playing it it's it's just not as brazen as something as someone deciding to mint this coin but I agree we're playing I this game I don't quite understand the <laughs> how we can have debt like we do and then consider it. Because people will say there's good debt, right? You take out loans to to progress mm-hmm. things, good mm-hmm. debt or whatever it is, even personally. Um, but um, I don't understand enough about the system in terms of well, how much debt 
is it too much debt? And how do you categorize the different types of debt that we have? I don't really mm -hmm. know how all that works. Mm -hmm. But I have to imagine that if you as a country just said, we don't care about debt anymore, in a very real sense, where all right, who cares, Congress, let's do a $20 trillion infrastructure mm -hmm. bill in one year, mm -hmm. and just borrow all that money for like, I don't know, like, like, really, I don't know how that works. It, it works based on what people the suspension of disbelief right it's what people are willing to bear that's how it works so you yeah you could ask for as much money as you think people are willing to stomach and say yeah sure that that's sounds okay people you mean other countries that are no, lending no it's more about no because or we're just going to print it all and well, then devalue our currency it doesn't well i don't believe it it's it's about perception you're not really going to devalue your currency if people believe you have that much money and you and you're like basically it's like you're Americans or other Americans. Countries? Yes, it's Americans and other countries. It's both. It's both. It plays into well, both. the other countries aren't going to believe that we have that. that no, they do. It. They definitely do, because that's how we're able to get away with what we do. They definitely believe we're if we just print a coin that well, I don't even know what our national I'm not, value look, is. But the if coin we print thing, a coin that doubles our value. And people the are coin say no. is risky. There's no doubt about that. And I'm with you on that. The coin is risky, which is why no president's ever going to do it. Okay. But you could threaten it and get your agenda passed because people would be like, what are you doing? So that, that could be a play. It could be a play. Anyway, depends on the leader. It's Trump okay. could probably threaten that and people would might take him seriously. Biden, <laughs> everyone would be like, calm down. Calm down. You blinked. <laughs> Settle down there. Settle down there, old yeah. boy. Settle down. I don't. Uh, I think it depends on <laughs> if you think would actually do it. Well, it's interesting. It's an interesting look. It's just it's an interesting little uh, you know food for thought kind of stuff. So, all right. He goes on to write. Socrates originated the concept of a noble lie. So this is kind of what we were just covering, which is a myth that elites propagate for what they view as the good of the public. To Michael Dorff, a frequent collaborator of Mr. Buchanan's, who teaches at Cornell Law School, the solidity of money is one such myth. Mr. Dorff told me he's sympathetic with the idea that governments shouldn't depend on noble lies, but said they serve a purpose, especially in a crisis, he said. The public's reaction is unpredictable and potentially very dangerous. Modern monetary theory, which we touched on a little bit, says money is not just a social institution. It's valuable because national governments require it for payments of taxes and fees. Mr. Buchanan acknowledged that the requirement to pay taxes with money gives it some real value. But he said that's not enough to induce members of the public to use it to transact with one another. The social nature of money is both a strength and a weakness. It's a strength in ordinary times because money's usefulness grows with each new person who embraces it. But that dynamic works both ways. The trust that sustains money can disappear in a flash. There is no subtler, no surer means of overturning the existing basis of society than to debauch the currency. John Maynard Keynes wrote in 1919 in the Economic Consequences of the Peace. So we have, that's yeah, and how do your, you do that? That's more to your. That will, how on. do you? So uh, I forget the phrase, the exact phrasing you just used ten seconds ago. But um, to, <laughs> how about I repeat? To, to how about I repeat? Because it was a little comp. To, yeah, okay. Well, no, to, but. To undermine the public's confidence to mm -hmm. continue using the currency, mm -hmm. my question would be, how do you accomplish that? How do you do it to that degree where they're like, I'm not using it anymore? Because that's that's a 180. Well, it's how happened. You... It's already happened. That was the Great Depression. That's basically how it happened. 
That's how the, that that was a that that's also mm. well. It's also it's he actually addressed. I don't know if it, article. I don't know that, if it's, it's no. I think it would examples. actually be worse than no. I think it'd be worse than that because we still used money. I mean, we, we still well used because it. the government people, people stopped trusting the banks. They it was a run which, on the banks, but we right. didn't ditch the currency. Like we didn't we didn't well, ditch I, money. I see what you're saying like the, the 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 where you would well, I guess that's one of those. That is sort of what the article is talking about. Like it's at it's at that um that pressure point, right? The the straw that breaks the camel's back. How do we get there? Can we possibly get there? Because exactly, he uses that art. He uses that reference about the uh, 1930s depression. But you're right. We never ditched the whole idea of the dollar. We just ditched the the believing that the banks can mod can uh, can uh, can serve it on their own without uh, federal backing, right? Honestly. I, I, I one of the only things that I could even think that would happen was that you would need a prolonged blackout where you couldn't access your funds and you were forced to do something. I well, I disagree because I, I, I disagree with that. But unless it was unless there was a replacement, like you're talking about crypto, and you made the you made that's, the comment that's what we're talking on about. to say like mm. people all over the world are dumping money in favor of crypto. I don't know if that's true. I, I if it's a supplemental, but to actually. Digital, switch and i know digital, there's a country digital, in south america money. that's like entertaining the idea or they they have like atms for crypto now mm-hmm. and stuff i can't I, remember I, which I, yeah i can't remember which country either but yes there, there is so, a country that's experimenting with that and those like countries Bolivia in africa or there's, colombia or, or, or I, I, mean, I don't i don't want to i don't want to knock it down i don't know uh, yeah I, well because i don't know and we'd have to google it right now i, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but so gonna, like i i'm not aware of an of any I mean, I'm sure there are people that they can swing it for one way or another, but like, somebody's actually ditched money. The cons have ditched money altogether for, well, for. I think you have to give some leeway to the idea that what they're basically it's a it's a progression, it's a slow burn, right? It's it's mm-hmm. it's actually closer to uh, what's the story of the the, the frog in the pot? I think like the yeah you, the boiling right right slow boil, similar thing. That he they're basically saying that because so much of our world is switching already switching over to full digital currency where you're no longer thinking about how many pennies or dollars you happen you happen to have in your pocket that it is it is it is much easier to get there where you're where you no longer have this true concept of what a dollar is and that so it's not something that may happen so you, in our lifetime so shift to a credit system yeah you'll get to get chipped everyone's got to get chipped up and that, right and they're, they're seeing that that's like that's that would be the first step and then, yeah. and then it's all a matter of how much confidence does everyone have in that ship? So, so you, you, you are well, seeing how you can get I mean, there. you guys got, I mean, I don't know what, I don't know what you mean by confidence. I mean, confidence that it'll malfunction or, or go down and you don't have access to anything. And now you have, cause people like keep mm-hmm. money in their house for emergencies. Like right. I can't get to the bank or blah, blah, blah. I need to pay right. someone. It only accepts cash. I keeps cash in my house. Like people do that. Right. Um, and then, so your chip isn't registering it gets damaged mm-hmm. you cannot no longer access things i'm sure it'll be backed up somewhere but you still got to access the backup somehow mm-hmm. do you have a spare chip in your house instead that you just pop in real quick i don't know yeah, you know who just- knows but 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 the but that's the confidence that i would go to the confidence that i think you're implying in that they're no longer confident that the credit is is valid in 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 the same way that we were just talking about the great depression where people never ditch the currency you're still saying that if we switch to an all credit system that's accessed through a chip and people just want to ditch that in favor of something else i guess hypothetically it'd be an easier conversion to an alternative digital currency 
since there's no longer anything tangible about it, what is it to them as long as they can still buy something? And so I think you would need a competitive market, but I don't know. Yeah, like I, I, I well, can I maybe mean, follow you there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, but I think in you've already followed me away from the confidence that people had in physical currency. So people have, you, you can see that, how that, that yeah. But that word, mm-hmm. I'm having an issue with the word confidence because even in the scenario that I just laid out, where listen, in order for you to start switching, converting to digital, to other digital, to digital, to other digital, right? To, you know, you, you just like wishy-washy with digital currencies. You need to get away from the, the, the physical dollar and coin, right? right. Paper coin. Right. Um, and I think that's a big shift, but let's just say that happens. Then I think that as long as you can buy whatever it is you want to buy, then the idea of well, what, I mean, it's almost like who's providing your currency at this point. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, it would be more a confidence in that entity because mm-hmm. it's the government. And then you're saying that what a private enterprise is going to be providing your currency that's accepted widely everywhere as well. And then mm-hmm. enough people shift to that. Your your confidence is in that entity, and then philosophically, how much trust are you putting in that versus your government? That's the issue I would have. Let's examine. Let's go. Well, let's examine this a little closer. He continues. The two new kinds of money that are rising as cash falls are stable coins and central bank digital currencies. Stable coins, which like Bitcoin, exist in virtual ledgers are issued by private entities that promise to convert them on demand into government money or some other asset at a fixed exchange rate. Or what? What do you mean? What's the, I, you know, what's the word, what's the phrase from Tommy boy? I can take a dump in a box and market guaranteed. Um, <laughs> They promise. Oh, really? The private yeah. enter the private well, entity promises. Well, what yeah. what happens if they don't? The irony here is that cryptocurrencies were supposed to get us away from official money, whereas the ones that seem to work as a medium of exchange are backed by official money, said Doctor Prasad, the Cornell economist. Why is it so attractive? By the way, I, I, I'm I am a little dimwitted here. I'm going to be honest. Why is official money bad, and why do we need the promise to get away from it? Why is this a thing? It's it's well, I mean, it's it's really about distrust of government. It's it's distrusting and also taking power away from the possibility of authoritarian states. To be to be fair, Uh, isn't this like? mm -hmm. I mean, is this high on the list of things that we could do to government? That, um, that first of all, Mm. (laughs) I guess you have to. uh, You're you're saying that there's distrust of government. Why is there distrust of government? And is this really? the thing that you want to change about government that will instill trust. Like I don't think I'm, it's about instilling trust in government. I don't think that's, that's not part of the, so agenda. you're giving that you, you, you want to trust a private entity that's answerable to nobody. Well, I think, well, stable coins is a different animal altogether. I I'm talking strictly about how the rise of Bitcoin, for instance, why, why people were so in love with the, like the, at its core, I'll talk about like the true pure idealism that, started up the entire concept of digital currency is about freedom of government and freedom basically yeah it frees people to purchase operate outside the outside of the remit of the government so that they can do things no not necessarily well that is that's well that's a pot that's definitely has occurred there's no doubt about that but it, it really was about being free of any one state to say that yeah, you do not have to live 
in America in order to be wealthy. You do not have to live in Russia. You do not have to live in China. You could live anywhere in the world. A global currency. It's that well. That's what it is. That's what. But it still needs to be is. governed by the people and not a private enterprise. I agree well, it's not unfortunately with the idea, but not. But it's with, not governed by the people either. That that's the thing. I mean that that was supposed the blockchain right is that it's 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 governed well yes technically it is governed by the people but it's also not it's decentralized so it's not it's not any one person has any true control over this is idealism by the way not the way that it actually turned out but the in the idealism the reason why every person that i've ever spoken to even before this was even a thing and people would talk to me about it and i'm like i have no idea what you're talking about when they were like mining for bitcoins yeah the only reason why they were doing it is because it was worth like tens of thousands of dollars or something like that they were telling me yeah yeah so the only reason why anyone was doing it was to make actual money that's correct that's that's where it fails that's where it fails i think that's why i think the whole thing is ridiculous i'm like you how can you get into a currency the idea of the the idea of digital currency is that it's never to be reconverted back into physical money that that the, the, the fact that people it are, is and that's that that it destroys it right and you cannot you can no longer trust it that's that that's the if you were an idealist in this world you truly could not in good faith if you were to espouse that kind of virtue of like the power of digital currency you would be what is it not a fraud but you would be disingenuous if you were to uh, expouse the virtues of Bitcoin, for instance, knowing full well that it's being manipulated by the fact that people are reconverting it into physical money. And at that point, it loses all its flexibility. It loses its freedom. It loses everything that is supposed to be uh, prominent about the currency. So, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm a huge anti the actual digital currencies that are, are in existence, but I do believe in the technology behind it that it one day could actually benefit society as like a global society as a whole get us to that star trek level of 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 idealism of of living right yeah where you know i do believe and it could be quite it could be an equal it could be an equator i mean equator is that it? it could be an equalizer it could be a great equalizer i i do believe in the possibility of digital currencies but as they stand today i i, I think they're priors i i mean i'll just be honest about no that. i mean I, I can't i can't promote it i i think I, it's, I, it's a social pariah but no i i don't understand it and that's no reason not to support it it's just i don't understand it one because i'm not a financially intelligent person in that way but also what i do know about it i just don't i don't believe in um yeah i just i like for the reasons that we've been talking i just don't i i don't really get it Hmm. uh but what i will say is that i think the long arc of history is that we cluster into fewer and larger groups of people um, and then I think, you know, as long as nothing catastrophic happens, that will wor- end up someday into like one planetary entity. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that case, th- it will need a global currency just like it, to match the global whatever that we have. Right. So, yeah, we're going to need something now. Does it have to be digitized? I'm sure maybe it'll be a more efficient way of doing it, but don't understand why the controlling entity wouldn't wouldn't just do what it does now. Um, I, 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 that's where I don't understand the differences. So I, I get the need for something that's global, something that's, um, transcends everything, but by nature of being governed by that transcending body, um, whatever that form takes, I don't understand why, you know, you need one tech or another one method over another. I I will, I will say this as a one huge fault in physical currency. So like if we were to take the U S penny, 
right now, it currently takes more money to print a penny than a penny is actually worth. And anyone can look that up. That that's readily available. Uh, you can Google search that. So the, stop that, marking things four ninety nine. Then we won't have a problem. Well, I mean, there's a lot of ways you could try to get around it. But I'm just trying to say that these are the types of issues that will hound you in any type of physical currency. And anytime you try to put stock into making something physical, is that you will always have to combat the cost it takes to create the physical. Uh, monetary symbol versus just the digital appreciation, the digital confidence of what this is actually valued. A penny can always be a penny if it's always digital. It actually could always, yeah. it, it will exist yeah. as a penny. You make it physical and now it's actually, it's like, it costs like, what is it? It's, I can't remember what it is. It's like 1.003 or whatever. I don't know. It almost makes you feel like you should be able to sell it back to the government, like a recycling program for more money. <laughs> you, well, I will. And, and during COVID, there ended up being a shortage. We actually, there was a coin shortage and many uh, establishments could not give you change because again, it costs because of the cost of creating coins. The problem for stablecoin issuers, issuers, just to go back, listeners, <laughs> is that to make their promise, which we've already been really talking about here, of convertibility rock solid, they would need to hold $1 in cash in reserve for every dollar stablecoin they put into circulation. That's a lot of money for them to have tied up, earning no return. The temptation is to invest the reserves to earn some kind of return but that makes the reserve less than perfectly safe. And it, it, it almost sounds like the 2008 kind of, kind of crisis going on here where you're like, you're supposed to be holding money, not gambling with it. And there's just so much temptation to start gambling with the reserves that you're holding for stable coin that if you were to somehow lose those reserves, the stable coin is no longer of value. And you basically, you're at a spiral, you're in a depression. So that makes sense. The other currency, central bank digital currency is less anonymous than cash which makes it less useful to criminals, but like which is sort of what you were alluding to with Bitcoin, but likewise more of a threat to the privacy of law-abiding citizens. It could also be programmed to be used for only certain purposes, which many people would regard as an infringement on their liberty. To combat a, to combat a slump in spending, the central bank would even could even program it to gradually lose buying power, which would induce people to spend it quickly, if grudgingly. <laughs> a separate I mean, people risk. get around that. That's where you start paying like $20,000 for a hammer. Um, <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to gift this to you inflation. and all that kind of stuff. Like, well, I mean, you're saying that, oh, this this activity is illegal. Every all tr All transfers are digital. All transactions, I should say, are digital. Mm -hmm. I want to spend money on an illegal activity. Um, the government, the system, the platform will not allow me to put that transaction through. Right. So instead, the proprietor is going to sell me goods that are, are legal, but for an extraordinary price. And as long right. as there's no, I guess, like fair trade governor on mm -hmm. the system, mm -hmm. uh, then they'll be able to do and that. And you could always and doctor books or whatever. You, but you know, that's a really good, you, you picked it apart. Exactly. Uh, a separate risk is that because central bank digital currency, separate of what you're talking about, would be viewed as more reliable than bank money, bank depositors would switch their funds to it in a financial crisis that would starve the banks of deposits, which would force them to call in loans, deepening the crisis. All these developments make for uncertainty and risk. We're in a state of innovative flux, said Mr. Selgin, the uh, Cato senior fellow. This is people confused, naturally enough, because it's not clear whether some of these things should be considered money, whether they should be allowed to be money, whether they should be regulated and who should regulate them. If all goes well, the innovative flux will leave us with means of payment that are better fit for modern purposes, but the transition will be turbulent. 
So it's an article. You should check why, it out. There's there, a lot of different things about well, the article that you can but look at. Listen, who yeah. should regulate? Why? What do you? What does that mean? What do you mean? What does that? Well, I mean, I, I can't help but. Well, the, the, the question is, who should be... the government? The government should regulate. That's what the government's purpose is. So why? What is this thing about getting away from the government? Who's gonna? Who's gonna regulate? What? Well, I'm talking. If we're talking about digital currency, it's regulated by exchange. The exchange of how many people are happy to be exchanging uh, coins or uh, what have you on a on, a, on any given day, for instance. That's sort of how. That's how digital currency kind of regulates its flow in terms of like its value so i'm saying it's not regulated by a government so that's that's what we're saying if you're switching to digital currency you're not going to have governments stepping in to actually say what is what is the value like what and like so you what can't happens, really control it so and this is where i guess i have a question what happens when there's a problem or is it immune to problem so if there well, is clearly, a problem not who steps in if it's just like listen it's just <laughs> a thing that just reacts to flow like i i don't understand how who is supposed to step in if there is a problem well look, someone you, you have to look at you have to look the, at this the, way. if someone kicks out the plug and everything mm -hmm. goes dark who plugs it back in well you have to well you again i i think that this this ideology is definitely championing among you know libertarians probably they're probably a very strong correlation with you know digital currency and the way libertarians would think people who were very upset with the way 2008 with the 2008 crisis went down you have mismanagement of funds by large entities that by all rights should have gone bankrupt and belly up but a government steps in to say these are oh, people dude. yeah what? i know we yeah i'll just say that that's bad sort of politicians that make bad policy mm-hmm my thing is why does that happen mm. it's just like all right so you have institutions that are needed uh and then they they don't perform well so then instead of looking to fix the institution whether it's one of the branches of government or the institutions that fall under them instead of fixing that you just create another entity that is <laughs> that is just as fallible but then unanswerable to anybody Mm. Yes, <laughs> correct. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just having a really hard time with this. I'm not instead like, of fixing it, instead of focusing mm. your energy, mm. taking whatever tech you're making and 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 putting it into the institutions or 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 I don't know, uh, well, fixing the, our education uh, system so that we put in we put in good people. Mm. Well, the rebuttal would be well. the, that people are always going to be flawed, and if you turn it over to a system of ledgers that are basically governed by a nonpartisan computer. Uh, it's but who's a lot the more computer equity. governed by who's the com who owns the computer? Uh, well, the, the the people do in in a sense. Do they? Well, yes, they do actually. Really? Yeah, they do because everyone needs to, everyone's participating because everyone. Right, we all get a key. Changing. We all have to turn it at the right time in order to in order to change something. No, there's a button, oh. and then uh, and you have to press. Yeah, it we all have morning. a button, and we all have to. Yeah, hit and every morning you when you wake up, yeah. you need to hit that button. Otherwise, you're not getting paid that day. Because unless we have representatives there that we all voted in, I don't really understand how we control anything. Well, I mean, I think that you we have to think. You have, I there needs to be a little bit outside the box thinking where you have to just sort of say that. It is much more difficult for the mob to deceive the mob, and I, I know that 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 might not make sense in my head. It sounds like you're talking about a supreme intelligence. I saw, well, I saw well, I'm talking Marvel. about. I'm talking about, the, talking about. Well, I'm just trying to say that it is more. Look, it is more likely that a small group of people, like 
for instance, which if we're talking about our government, right, the people who are representing us are a fraction of the overall population. And it is much more likely that a fraction, people who are in charge of a smaller group of people can make a bad decision in order to manipulate finance in a way that would benefit them personally than it is for how many people are in America? What is it? 365 million people. Is that right? Is that the population of America? I don't, I'm not following you down this road because um, you're what you're what you would say, right? What you're saying right now mm -hmm. would lead me to think that there's no, there's no wage gaps within a corporation that the corporation, just because it's being paid to do something is going to do right by its customers over its own profits and self-interest by the people, by the leaders at the top. That's what you're trying to tell me. No, I don't think it has anything to do, but it doesn't have, I don't, I don't believe what we're talking. Those are, I think these are two different things. The, what, a, what a corporation is going to pay its workers is separate from the pay value its workers of money. And do right by its customers. Right. But that's, right? But you're that has, not getting the highest end clothes you can get for twenty nine ninety nine because they have stakeholders, stockholders, uh, they have themselves correct. at the top. But they, that has nothing know. to do with the value of the money. That has to do with the actions of people with who are who are up to be working that money. We're talking about like the actual value of the money to make sure that a dollar stays a dollar. That's what we're kind of referring to. That, that's what the, the, the digital the, currency the, the, is. That there's enough in, there's enough or not too little, not too much um, money available to people based on the needs of the country. You're telling me that that governance could not be manipulated by a private entity for the people that run that entity's personal benefit. That's what you're. I'm saying it is. Yeah. What happens is it, it becomes very difficult to do that unless they're able to convert it into something more manipulative, more, more man, let you can, what is it more readily manipulate? That's it. Which is what happened with Bitcoin. That's why Bitcoin is out, out of control is because you can manipulate it by turning it into physical currency. That's how you manipulate it. If physical currency does not exist, it, you can no longer manipulate the digital currency. The digital currency will always act as a one-to-one. -one. Unless there's a new currency that's not accessible to the general public. Correct. Which you need to then convert it into and therefore manipulate it. Yeah. But we wouldn't even know about it because now there's we've done away with the government having any oversight. Mm, I mean, I don't the know. The power why players at B that. could, I mean, I'm saying if everything goes digital, right. then why wouldn't there be different echelons to digital currency and that we simply haven't reached the level to have even awareness, never mind access to something. The only reason other digital currencies go um, pop up into existence is because is another form of manipulating because you, you want. That's because, what I mean. Yeah. Right. So you're but, saying that because they're always being converted to manipulate the cop. What if what you're if, missing uh, the one? You're missing the. What if there were the currencies for different denominator. income levels? Different uh, we, currencies for different income levels. Maybe that's not that it. would not happen, and the reason is because you would not need that to happen. Like a, a person, one person does not want to fudge with, especially if you're making global transactions and you're traveling all over the place, and you happen to be a citizen of the world. You don't want more than one type of currency. You'd only want a simple. It's like a, it's like having a platinum card, or you know. No, because that's all backed by the same currencies. What are you talking about? That that that's backed by physical money. That 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 has its roots in the current system. The the, the if you were what it's we're talking same, about in terms of digital currency would be like everyone has credit cards. Yes, because no, it's, that is you're taking, that's the equal. You're taking the physical currency mm -hmm. and you're removing it from the general population, and you're Correct. saying this is now for the elites. What do you mean? And I'm going to manipulate, the and then and then I'm going to put everyone else on Bitcoin, mm -hmm. and I'm going to manipulate Bitcoin so that I can reconvert it back to the stuff that. Right. And I'm talking about in the, in the ideal, there is not there is no place to to re, to convert 
there's nothing to convert to. That's well, no, the idea. I'm not talking about the ideal because well, well I'm talking about that. well, I'm talking about when you would be using it. You would be using it in a world where you're no longer using physical. Current. You're asking me for as little influence as a voter has over its own government. You are asking me to relinquish something that is core to our existence in the way that we've devised this construct we live in and hand it over to a private entity because what because i don't have the imagination to to think of why how they could manipulate it to their own personal benefit well i'm well what i'm asking is for us as a culture to understand how how recent the system we currently exist in has existed <laughs> and that at the founding of our country all 13 colonies had their own currencies it's not that's the whole thing about alexander yeah, but it was so you create the reserve and until uh we adopted yeah, was, one single that's only like 200 about, or something years to say i'm not worried about you don't know what, what could happen in the next 200 years yeah i guess my thing is it's not the currency and it's not the methodology to determine value i don't care mm-hmm. about any to be honest mm-hmm. like sure mm-hmm. smart people will figure it out it's who is in control of it. That's where my issue is. Now, what I'm trying to say is, I, I, I maybe I'm a bit more of an optimist, and I have a greater faith in the general population of the world making ledgers and trans transactions. Yeah, but how? But that's my point. That's my yeah. point. And so, unless it's the UN or something, mm-hmm. or whatever UN 2.0, mm-hmm. when you say the people of the world, I get that, but. Who is in control of it? The people of the world are not in control of it. The people of the world may govern its principles and 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 approve changes, but some entity is actually physically in control of it. And that is what I'm talking about. Who is in control of it? Because it's a private company versus a coalition of governments. Like that's different. And I want to know who is in control. We are in control, Gene. Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, I got nothing. I got nothing. I don't How about know this? Who we... How about this? You were lost, <laughs> but now you're found. <laughs> no, I mean, I, th- that that, I, I think that's a really good, I think that's a really good, um, it's the worry. And I think it's the main worry that people who are, um, you know, behold, not beholden, but uh, it, it, I think what that. What trying any, to say about me? Don't put me in a box. That, that I'm, not putting, box. I'm not putting you in a box. I'm just I'm beholden. <laughs> Well, people, you know, if you if you can't reach this level, uh, no, it's I I, look, it's a it's a very fair question. Yes, I don't have the uh, I don't invite to Elysium. Well, I do think that. Well, I look, I do think Bitcoin, right, when it was created, um, it was created to be finite, where there would only be a certain number of coins printed permanently. And you're just proving my point, though, is Mm -hmm. that all right? You put your faith in a private corporation or private entity to do something like that, and they come Mm -hmm. up with Bitcoin and they screw it up, and there's no accountability. Like, that's my point is that mm-hmm. I'm not even saying that the private mm-hmm. entity, I mean, I do believe that there will be some malicious intent because mm-hmm. it's a thing, mm-hmm. but let's just say that there isn't and they screw it up. Let's just say they, they screw it up and it was innocent, but they still screwed it up and it's, and it's rampant with corruption and manipulated and all that stuff. Who, who fixes it? Mm-hmm. The private entity, which if they did, they wouldn't be in existence or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're, they would be in their interest not to address it. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. But there's no, I mean, not to say that it's even any better with government, but at least there's a chance. At least there's a chance that people can vote in the right people or they can mm-hmm. make change. But with a private entity, there's no chance. Mm-hmm. Unless they, what, boycott it and don't get goods anymore, goods or services. Like what, you know, what chance do we have once we hand that over? I, you know what? I, I don't have actually a really good rebuttal on that. I don't. 
I think that you're right. I think that you have, a, I think you made a very valid point. And unfortunately, and where I really land on it is that government does need to take care of base needs in order for this world to exist. And I think that you're absolutely right. If you have every, the way it is today, where all goods and services are dependent on a, a coin that could be messed up by the private entity that has that's basically created it then yeah it's like your your sol but in a world where you have where water food lodging these things are just like are are enshrined as basic human rights and you have a governmental system that provides these things at varying levels to its population then i think you are now free to engage in digital currency so in, in many respects in my mind digital currency is is, is premature in terms of where we are as a society and how we need to treat each other in terms of like each world government and how it's, it's basically operating and set up before we can actually move on to this more advanced form of currency management. Because, because in my, in my mind, which is, it's controversial. It's crazy, right. To, to say this, if I just say this to a person where I'm like, you shouldn't be paying for food. Most people would balk at that and be like, well, 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 how, how is anything work and how is anything structured? And I'm like, well, it's like, you know, you, you have the way I would phrase it to a person is I would say, you know, uh, New York state, you, you, you can't not have heat in the winter. I, the same is true in Jersey. I think you, through the summer, I you can't have heat, it's, right? It's, so it's, it's things it's along really those lines. You can't, you have, you cannot shut someone's heat off in the dead of winter because That's, they right. die. But yet food, air, right, water, right? Like, yes, exactly. With, Water, you're not allowed to shut off either. I believe, maybe in certain states, um, it's state to state, though. That that's what's crazy but, but about the, it. The whole. I, I actually love what you said. I mean, it, it's hard to argue with that. How can you deny people food? How can everyone not? And I think that's why we have welfare and stuff. But um, like how sort of to a degree, but yeah, yeah. But I I I, I agree with that, and um, it's yeah. I don't know. I have anything right. To say, so I'm just saying, I, once I you take care of these simple things, which to me are simple, even though others will say these are incredibly complex, but to, once you get rid of these simple enshrine rights that people should have in, a, in an advanced civilization you're free to start moving about and getting into the the fun stuff but until we get rid of that stuff until you can you can square it away you're right it, it is it is almost impossible to have anyone with a surety give up all their freedom not not their freedom but give up their uh, you know their their hopes you know you're, you're putting all your hopes and dreams into this private entity and then one day to find out this private entity might collapse and therefore you lose your home you 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 lose any ability to pay for basic goods and services you're homeless you know that that that, that stuff it's going to be almost impossible for an average person to put and, their faith in that world and you brought it up before i mean you can't have the government be beholden to a private entity i mean it, <laughs> I, I say that smiling and laughing right because the corporate world corrupt we are right now in the right. way that we've allowed lobbying and mm -hmm. campaign contributions and all that stuff mm -hmm. but this would be like taking a giant leap in the wrong direction to to say that now the a private entity has this type of leverage over the government and then us because they control currency what happens if the government comes down on this private entity? What happens if the private entity is like, hey, listen, we're going to expand. You know, we're, we're getting bored in this currency game and you can't regulate us to tell us that this is all we can do. So we're going to go out and do some other things. And then the government regulates them in whatever way they may not like. And then they take punitive measures against the government. And then again, us because of that subsequently. I mean, what's to stop that? 
What's the government going to do? Sanction them? They don't control the money. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. And they're too decentralized to go in with any type of military force because you. The thing is, the it's you don't know who really. No one knows actually who created Bitcoin. There's just rumors. It'd be like and, fighting Ultron. You know, exactly. That's exactly right. No, I think you. I think you phrased it perfectly. That's that's exactly where it is. Uh, it's, mining. It's, it's, I don't even understand the concept of mining. That people, first of all, like relinquish the rights to their computers. Yeah. Or they have these. That's correct. Server things that are just. Yeah. I don't oh, mining what like a side quest on a game. That's exactly right. It's actually like I a video game. Finding it how I, I don't who put them there. It's, what it's, does that mean? You think of it as like a it's a massive computer code. I mean, this is the quick rundown. Think of it as a massive computer code that has been coded to be very difficult to pull apart. And every why? time who coded that, why would they could do that? That's what I'm saying. Why, would, even you, why would you reward people? I don't understand. Right. So the point is, in order to get the currency out of the massive code, right, you are going to pay people a share of everything they find. And that's where mining comes in. But who did that? Who? No one knows. It, no one knows. Stop there's it. A, there's Stop a, there's it. A, there's Don't a, tell me that. I'm, no, Don't I'm tell serious. me that nobody. So some Look, like eccentric billionaire. was. No like, one's ever met this person. The creator of Bitcoin, no one has ever met. There is only a name. No one knows exactly if this person is real or not. You can I mean, look Jesus, it up. Are you asking me to trust this entity with my money? <laughs> the creator of Bitcoin is Satoshi Nakamoto. And it is said. Look, look, listen to this. Born. April 5th, 1975, age 46. It's claimed. Japan claimed. That is literally on Wikipedia. So someone wrote a code, hid fragments of coins in the code. That's correct. Challenged people to get it. Somehow had the money to pay out and still right. has the money to pay out. That's right. And that's the basis. Well, for no, 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 no. You're, you're paid in the coin itself. So there's no, that's the thing. You don't, it's not, you're not being paid in physical money you're being paid in the coins themselves was this a video game that people took seriously <laughs> basically oh, what was the point do you understand my hang up here or am i missing something well you are yeah because you're the second this you're, you're talking this is just the mining portion of it now we need to talk about how it works like how it actually goes into transaction so every time someone mines it it, it takes a timestamp to say that this coin has now been discovered this coin is in circulation and when that person stores the coin they store in ledgers so they, they could say, all right, I have 100 coins in my ledger. Now, the minute I want to spend those coins, let's say I want to give 23 of those coins to you, Jamie, you, the, the, the computer system will acknowledge that the 23 coins that were created at this date have now passed hands through myself, my ledger. It won't know me as my name. It'll know me as my ledger. Now to Jamie's ledger. And it will just keep those coded numbers to say these 23 coins are in existence and it will follow them no matter where they go in the system for the lifespan of those coins. And those coins will live forever. And that that's and, so that's and the code is what you're searching what code in just random websites or no 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 man the coin the coin exists in a place like there's there's an there's an official there's a place that's like the bitcoin like mining and it's area. just the it's like bitcoin dna and you're just mining the dna that's exactly coins. right that's exactly right you're looking for the coins so the coins are lost in a massive line of code but intentionally not lost intentionally yes hidden intentionally obscured no to obscured find. that's what you want to say they're intentionally I, obscured but I, I have to go I, this is yeah I don't get <laughs> we can keep it. going into why. it we'll get into why? it we'll, no, we can do a whole why. episode on it if you want talking about how, how what it is and how it's really because i'm just i just want to know why they did this no one knows and I think that's probably where we should leave it. <laughs>
for this episode. Fair enough. I gotta go pick up a pizza. That's fine. <laughs> well, any any interesting toppings? Are you guys do plain? Uh, Bethany's not a true New Yorker, so uh, her 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 tastes are, are are limited to to cheese, pepperoni, and the um, blasphemous Hawaiian. Uh, what was that? Pineapple? Yeah, that's a West. I think that I think that's the West Coast in her, unfortunately. I listen. I do plain. I do pepperoni. I do sausage. Don't do anything else. So, well, I mean, you grew up in Jersey. I don't know what to tell you. What, what do you do? Like mushrooms? New Yorker, gross, man. I gross. can put anything on a pizza and enjoy it. I, I was eating sardines on pizza when. Oh, sorry. Not sardines. Anchovies on pizza anchovies. when I was like 14. Because of Ninja Turtles. Because it tastes good. Because yeah, because I'm of Ninja boy. Turtles. That's I'm like I tried to convince my mom to buy me Popeye spinach um, because I watched a cartoon and <laughs> yeah, she you... made it. And I was like, that smells disgusting. And yeah, yeah, that. it would have been. Yeah, canned spinach is pretty gross. Yeah, that's, that's that's part of the marketing of having a cartoon do it for you. I remember I remember being in ShopRite in the ShopRite aisle pleading with her. And she's like, you're never going to eat this. And I'm like, I will eat this. <laughs> I need this. this. Look at that can. Um, What about that can tells you that I won't eat that? (laughs) And then the second she started cooking it up, what's inside it? Horrific. Yeah, because what's inside it? Yeah. Disgusting. Um, But yeah. So yeah, that's what I got to do. So Jamie, where can they find us? At Retraction Media. Hit us up on Twitter. Let us know your thoughts. Single topic episode today. So uh, let us know how you like that. And um, uh, rate us on your favorite podcasting platform. And with that, Happy New Year. Retraction out.